Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Real Deal Universe, the Full Sport Press Podcast. Probably brings you the wrestling podcast live from the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. 808s and shit, excuse me, 808s and chair shots. I am your host, Jeff, and I'm joined as always by Nick. Nick say what's up to the people. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Oh man, Nick's feeling good. <laughs> Nick, where can they find your social media, my guy? They can find me on Twitter and IG under the name Nacho Main Nick. Nacho Main Nick, that's funny. All right, and I am Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. And you can follow the show 808s and chair shots on the Instagram and the Facebooks. Nick, let them know about the Twitters. On Twitter, better known as 808 Chair Shots. No, and because there's a character name on Twitter, but we got Twitter communities now. Yeah, you know. You know. Let's ignore the obvious and just put something else on us to make us question everything. I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever. All right, man. You know what? On that note, we're just going to get going with the show. Community! <laughs> we just gonna get going with the show. What's our first topic, Nick? All right, um, the mania is coming. Lesson what eight days? Yeah, it's coming up. Really coming up. So um, let's look at this updated card, hopefully for one more time. Well, one more time, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Let's go on up. Roman versus Brock for all the Marvels. Yeah. SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Fair versus Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. They're building that one up pretty good. Um, The questionable one, if it's real or not, I don't know. Um, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. Yeah. We never know. All right. Um. The Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios in our yeah. first celebrity battles. Yeah. Did you see Logan Paul say he's catching on to wrestling better than Bad Bunny? He's he's setting up for a freaking SummerSlam match, I bet, and I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it either because I'm not trying to see him in Nashville. Oh, man. I can't wait for that, by the way. Right, right. They got the um, the packages came out. Did they? Yeah, ticket packages just came out. I don't know how much they working. I saw like two seventy five for one of them, but I did not. Out. We need to make up our mind what we doing, my good guy. After you, you know, sometime this week we can get those tickets. Yeah, my need to, to, you to, yeah, yeah. Need to work on that. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Edge versus AJ Styles. To the biggest resumes. That's that that has the chance to steal the proverbial show, as they say. And I'm here for it. Yep. Looking to see what's that one gonna be about. Women's tag team match. Um Zelina Vega, Queen Zelina, and Carmella versus Naomi, Sasha Banks, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan, and now Natalia. It's Shayna Baszler. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of tag teams in there. Yeah. 
Yes, a lot. They just that's just the most instead of the multi man. Uh, what am I trying to say? The multi man ladder match. They're doing a multi man, multi woman tag team match. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they were doing. They just decided, hey, since we ain't gonna have that many, since we're not gonna have any women solo matches outside the championship matches, might as well just throw some more women into the tag match mm-hmm. to make it look serious. But it's not making it look serious. Make it a little more confusing, if you ask me. But <sighs> anywho, um, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Yuck. <laughs> Happy McAfee versus Austin Theory. Um, looking forward to the commentary on that one without Pat talking. All right, we got Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. A better build than most of the other matches on the card. Yep. So, got to get to um, Sami Zayn and also Kevin Owens because basically those two are building something. I mean, taking something small and running with it and mm-hmm. basically building something. Speaking of which, Stone Cold appears on the KO show. At WrestleMania. Yeah. Not getting the match, but at least you get Stone Cold to pop up. Yeah. That works. And let's see. Damn, we still got like what three more? Okay. Um two nights. Two nights. Yeah. Um SmackDown Tag Team Championship. We got the Usos versus Rick Bugs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Why is that a thing? Don't know. It's a thing though. All right, in a Raw Tag Team Championship, which is now a triple tag team. What do they call a triple threat with tag teams? Six-man fight? I don't know. I don't know. But it's RK Bro versus Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. They just added that one on. And a prediction that might happen, we have the United States Championship match. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. And I think that might be the last match. Maybe we get two more. I don't know. (sighs) What would be the the two more? What would be the two more? You never know with them. That's why I said two more, probably. So there's no Intercontinental title on the line. Which makes it real interesting because the Intercontinental title hasn't been defended on pay-per-view in a while. Yeah. Seth still doesn't have his match, right? Who? Seth, Seth, yeah, Seth doesn't have his match, right? So, so that's, Co- that's Cody. Pretty safe to say, right? That's going to be Cody's match. That's the Roma. Yeah. Either that or you come after Mania. You're not going to waste. You got to do that. Who do, Who's Drew McIntyre? Who's Drew McIntyre going against? Happy Corbin. Happy freaking Corbin. Damn, Drew. I didn't expect you to be that far out of this. Not happy Gilmore, but happy Corbin. Ba-doom-ting. Yeah, I got to hit it on that one, but this is a long call. We got two days. Man, I want to be real. I... 
Yeah. You know, you made yourself watch night one because last year, well, yeah, that 2021, because it was raining, it was the first time with fans back. Mm-hmm. And it was Sasha Bianca. Yeah, I don't know if I'm watching both nights. Too. Yeah, now I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it. I'm not. I'm not even gonna play. It. I'm gonna watch it. No, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna live tweet. We're gonna live tweet it like you know, like it's 2015, and we're <laughs> 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 we gonna make it a thing, man. <laughs> I figure something out. I might watch the highlights. No, I'm here to sing day. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But, but that is the WrestleMania card for now. And yeah, we don't know. All right. Now to something funny that happened. Okay. Apparently Keith Lee this somebody made a Keith Lee meme and decided, hey, let's run with this. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the wrestling community got into it and made a whole trending topic called Keith Lee looks like type of tweets. I'm sorry, who? Yeah, Keith Lee. He looks like who? It went like this. Keith Lee looks like the type of guy who says blank. Oh, boy. Nothing like Nothing serious. It's just a little fun. You know, somebody said Keith Lee looks like he says that's perplexing and rubs his chin and when he doesn't understand something. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee yes, looks like he Keith reads Lee a paperback mystery, paperback mystery novels and quietly says to himself, I knew it all along. Yeah, Keith Lee said that. Keith Lee definitely yeah, it looks like he's like, it was just interesting because, you know, you need some funny. And you do. And Keith Lee said all of that, by the way. Yeah, he probably does. But yeah, this one says Keith Lee likes the type of guy that doesn't agree with you. He concurs. Damn, Keith Lee said that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Keith Lee um, was made aware of the, he said this, and I quote, I've been made aware of these Keith Lee looks like the type tweets you guys are funny, LOL. (laughs) You know, other people you know, as soon as he made that tweet, everybody else jumped on some more. Yeah. Keith Lee looks like he prefers the book over the movie. Keith Lee definitely <laughs> Keith Lee definitely does. prefers probably, the book over the movie. Ain't, ain't no, yeah. Ain't no, ain't no maybe, it's a is. Yeah. Keith Lee definitely Keith, prefers the book. Keith Lee looks like it says Keith Lee looks like a guy that would still tip even if the service is bad. Yep. That's Keith Lee, too. <laughs> that sounds like him, though. Yeah. yeah, I brought it up, you know, as for fun and wrestling, you know. You get serious too much sometimes, you know. Hey. That's dope, man. Let's bring in something funny. All right. We talked about him once, and it looks like he's coming soon to a square circle near you, and that's Gable Stevenson. Gable Stevenson. Yeah, Stevenson. man. So apparently he won, not only he won a gold medal, wins the national tournament again in the heavyweight division. Yeah. And he decided to take his shoes off and put on the mat as the symbol of retiring from amateur wrestling, mm-hmm. which was suspected. So now 
He's coming to the WWE. What do you think should be the first thing they do with him? Yeah, because he had already, if I'm not mistaken, he had already, he's already signed his, no, he, yeah, he signed his contract. He was in the draft. Yep. Yeah. In the draft. Uh, yeah, man, uh, this is going to be dope. Like having him, having him, you know, I know the Kurt Angle, uh, the Kurt Angle references and, you know, comparisons are going to come. But nah, man, dude is, he looks like a wrestler. He got the Brock Lesnar influence. And nah, man, I can't wait to see what he got going on. This this is going to be good. Also, when you really think about it, he, can't, he went to the University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Brock Lesnar is a Minnesota guy, right? That's what I'm saying. He got the Brock Lesnar influence, yeah. And so is um, Sheldon Benjamin as well. Yeah. So, yeah, he got a lineage there. I, I just want to see what they do with him. Are they going to make him a face? Are they going to make him a heel? Most likely going to end up being a face first. But the simple fact that he's won a gold medal, you know how they do it, the whole America thing. Yeah, he's coming in as a face. No, no doubt about this. So, I just want to see what they do with the guy. Looks ready to go. Very athletic too, doing bat flips and everything. So yeah, nah, he looks the part, bro. Looks the no, part. He don't work. But all right, let's, since we're still talking about game, who do you think would be his idea first major rivalry? Ah. Uh. Ideal first major rivalry. That would have to be because he's coming WrestleMania. Could he be the swerve and could he be Seth? Hmm. Hmm. Or is he or is he night after WrestleMania and he goes after Amos? Amos. I don't think he went for Amos yet. Oh. Are they? Are they? Are they? Seven, are they building him up? Okay, they building Amos up. Okay, that's seven three with that. I don't know if you want that. You're right. <laughs> so they had to put him in with somebody who could carry the match. So, I, so Seth is going to be locked in with Cody. Kevin Owens is going to do the Stone Cold thing. He's going to be hotter than ever. So, I would say. Damn, that's a good question. Now that I think about it, they done pretty much ran Paul Apollo Cruz into the ground. Him and General Agnon. So, <laughs> yeah, the hot run and it just ended. Yeah, because he's going to Raw. He was drafted to Raw, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anybody because because he, he's got to come in with somebody somebody nice. I don't know. They probably might start him with somebody. It's already got a little, you know, little experience into it. Mm-hmm. I can literally, I can see them do Austin Theory. I keep forgetting about dude. He is a thing, isn't he? He is a thing. <laughs> um, I just see it because, you know, he's a little young. He's younger. You know, they can do the whole thing with him and Miss McMahon want him to prove himself still and yeah. give him Gable. I think that would be one. Yeah. Let me see. 
don't know. After that, I really can't think. It'd be a major type, you know, first big robbery type thing. It needs to be somebody else as a young guy. Yeah. And I, you don't do the you don't do the squash route with him because Ooh, I thought, doing of all thought, of thought of something. Okay. Young Steiner. Nah, you gotta protect Brock. Uh, uh, Brock, whatever the hell his name. What is his name? Braun Breaker. <laughs> yeah, Brock. You gotta protect Braun Breaker because you want both of them to be. You want I them mean, to be in the future. If you go to, if he goes the other way, if he goes heel, that could work. That could work. Yeah. You can build with that. That's how I, I think. Yeah, Braun Breck would probably be perfect. Yeah, him theory. I don't know. I think that was my first two. And plus, you know, they've been saying Braun Breck is gonna come up soon anyway. Yeah, no, nah, he's got to. Yeah. Yeah, that took his belt and everything. He done. Yeah, he had to take it, but mm-hmm. took it anyway. I rather Gunther took it from him, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I guess they ain't want to get get them Gunther chops. <laughs> know your chest dying after one of those. <laughs> Poor chest just caved all in. Sheesh. Yeah, but let's move on. All right, it's finally happening after weeks and weeks and weeks of anticipation. Uh-huh. At RRA Supercar Honor on that Friday, April the 1st, we get the Briscoes versus FTR for the ROH World Tag Team Championship. Them boys versus the top guys. Yeah. What you thinking? I mean, you know, I love minus, you know, minus the wild tweets from a while ago and the statements. Love the Briscoes. Um, I know for a fact this match is going to, you know, I love good tag team wrestling. So for lack of a better word, man, I'm here for it. Let's just, let's just, let's go. Let, let's freaking go. I'm here for this. Yeah. I'm just, I thought it wasn't going to happen, but then I really thought it has a chance when AEW acquired ROH. Mm-hmm. So once that happened, I said, okay, this could possibly happen. And then, you know, the Briscoe said, I don't know. If they have this match on AEW or not. Yeah. And then it's pretty much said, hey, we're going to have this super card. Card of Honor. Let's do it. Which, you know, makes perfectly good sense. You don't have, you know, I mean, you now got ROH. Mm-hmm. You might as well use their card, their super card to make more matches happen. Yeah. more. No, use it. Don't be afraid to use what you got. Yeah. You just bought it. Use it. Bought it. <laughs> <laughs> you just bought it. Might as well use it. Yeah. Now you got it. Yep, you got it. All right. Now it's time for a black wrestler that you should know. Let's do it. Gonna flip it to the ladies side. And we talked about her winning the title for the fourth time. So, we're going to go with Miss Gia Scott. Mm. 
of Baltimore, Maryland. And like I just mentioned, she is the MCW Women's Champion uh-huh. for four times. I, that's a weight rarity right there. Yeah. For somebody to win the belt four times. Yeah. No, you're right. So on any, I don't care if it's underground. Right. Mainstream. It's four times. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So gotta look at it like that. That's dope. Um she debuted in 2018 against Brittany Blake in Maryland Championship Wrestling, which is MCW. Mm-hmm. She's been involved in mixed tag teams. And that's about it. She's very small known. She's only been in two promotions. Okay. So she's an MCW, like I said, four-time women's champion. And she's been in the WDWA women's champion one time as well. Her trainer is the Bruiser. That's his name. That's the name of the trainer. Okay. Tyler Hilton. I'm trying okay. to figure it. Hold on. Okay. Trying to figure all this out here. If you just slow down on me. But yeah, the Bruiser and Tyler Hilton. And she's only 23 years old. Man, that's crazy. So that is also something to look into as that well. That is crazy. And that is my black wrestler that used to know, Miss Gia Scott. That's what's up, man. All right. Speaking of women. Let's do it. So apparently we all know Tony Storm just said bye to WWE and left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she went to the OF. <laughs> on his OnlyFans. Yeah. And yeah. apparently she dropped the page. Yeah. You, know, you know, a lot of people talked about that, you know, her having the OnlyFans. You know how people are about OnlyFans. Either they with it or against it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. And Tony Storm has OnlyFans. Yes, she does. And apparently it made a whole lot of money in the first weekend. <laughs> I tell you what, these creepy ass wrestling fans, you tell them you're going to hold the fans, they are going to support Jack. You better they're going to do, they're gonna do two things. They're going to do two things. <laughs> one is going to be like, oh my God, she's having the only fans. I'm not, I'm not no, uh-uh. yeah. she doesn't need to be the only fans. She's stay being a wrestler. Yeah. And then as soon as she drop, they slam that card on their desk. Yeah. Take my money. Take my money. So, I mean, I, like I said, I don't got no problem with it. Ain't no problem. A lot of people have it. So ain't no big deal to me. Yeah, nah. I just wish. We, we support I, the creators. Yeah, support the creators. But <laughs> I just I just want wrestling fans to stop being, to, to stop saying, like, oh, you, can, you should do better than stay WWE. We, we can get straight. Nope. I mean, but still support them. So it's like. Yeah, make up your mind, bro. Do your thing. Do your but thing. as far as that was you made 33K in a weekend? Come on, bro. Yeesh. Yeah, 33K. Yeesh. First weekend. 
Like she made a good business decision. What about you? She made a good business decision. I ain't mad at that at all. Yeah, man. Man, straight to it goes straight to her account, far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So I ain't mad at it. It's just one of the things that just like you know, wrestling just like, a whole lot of stuff just pop up. Yeah, so uh, that happened. Now let's move on to more matters involving partnerships with AEW. DDT Pro Wrestling is now in partnership with AEW. So for people that don't know, there's a a Japan-based promotion. Mm -hmm. And that promotion will be getting some people to come over to compete in AEW. So that's bringing them to the United States of America. That helps out. And also, they just celebrated the 25th anniversary. So, yeah. I like it. It is so it helps, you know, it gives them some more people out there, you know. Yep. The name gets bigger. And people that don't know, Kenny Omega used to be a part of DDT. Really? Yeah. Also, he went in before, and they also formed the Golden Lovers tag team with Kota Ishibishi. I mean, Ibishi. I yeah. Yeah. So they won several tag team titles in single competition. So, there's a reason for it happening. So you add that, Eric Honor, Tony Khan's making some business moves over there. Yeah. Gotta do a little more storytelling with some of these matches. That's another show. We gotta do a little more. The matches are great. I, I won't deny that. The, the just the just the matches, period, are great. Mm-hmm. But you gotta do a little more storytelling. Just a little bit. Just a tad bit. Yeah. Just a tad bit. But also, if they're doing this promotion, who, I mean, like I said, it's a good idea, you know, brings more talent over there, expose more people to these wrestlers from Japan. But uh, what about the people you got? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. What You're about talking. the people you got? You're talking there, buddy. Um, I mean, you literally, I mean, what is it? Joey Janela is gone from AEW. That's one. So I guess that helps out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you resign Brian Cage and next thing you know, he's on interview saying that they messed up his first run. So it's kind of like, okay, now what's going to do? You got more people coming. How does this work? Got like 50,000 people you already got now. How does this work? Mm. So, like I said, man, I don't know, man. I mean, it's cool. It's straight. Mm-hmm. More top talent. Cool. American wrestling fan base gets, gets more people to look at and probably supporting the long run, but you got a whole lot of people already you need to support. So, yeah, right. When you're right, you're right, my man. All right, I don't know. I don't know if I'm right, but maybe I'm near the maybe I'm nearby. Maybe I'm near the area of concern here. All right, now it's time for some random things on the internet. Let me go down the list of important things to talk about. 
Let me see. All right. I got this right. Have you been on Instagram? Uh, not today. Not today. Um, have you seen Maurice's post? That's um, uh, that's Mises' wife, correct? Yeah, the Mises' wife. Oh boy, what's so, up? So <laughs> Mises has a Ray Mysterio mask, right? Yeah. No, that mask is coming up mainly. Got to build it up. Yeah. Why does Maurice have a wig on top of the Rey Mysterio mask? Huh? <laughs> it's like, you know, they had the little dummy head with the mask on it. Yeah. She put her wig on top of the mask. Okay. That's her latest IG post. And that is hilarious to me. Maybe this is me. Maybe not to you. No, I'm laughing. I wish you could see. Well, you could, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing. I'm just trying to make sense of it all. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. 25 years ago today, Brent Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin happened. Okay. That's the, the match from WrestleMania with the blood, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good old 25 years ago. All right. I got a video of Hollywood Rock. Hollywood Rock. Rock. Whatever whatever you want to call him. Adjusting his people's elbow depending on, on the opponent he's facing. What do you mean? Like, so how- like he... Does about to do the elbow. Uh-huh. Oh, does the arm. Yeah. One leg over, rope. Yeah. Yeah. Jump over, rope. Yeah. He does something. Before that, then hits with the elbow. You know, okay. you know how um like Hulk Hogan does a little pose. Then yeah. he'll do the elbow. Okay. Ric Flair doing his strut. Then he'll do the elbow. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a video of all that. Weird. I know. I got it. I'm not reading this on Scott Hall because no. Oh, boy. I don't want to. Thank you. All right. Let me see what I got here. No, I'm not going to read that. All right. I got so much stuff going on. Got um, Big E giving us an update. I'm not going to do the more serious one, but I got one of him talking, you know, walking around, life is good, Taco Meat is out, neck broken, heart's still there. Yeah, yeah. You know a man feeling good when he got his Taco Meat out, man. It's out. That's how you know. That's how you know. That's how you know. I don't care who you are. Taco Meat is showing you're in a good place. Good place tonight, regardless, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. I got a tweet from Mars, the rapper Mars. For people that want to spell this, M-U-R-S. Somebody posted John Cena rapping on the beat. He said said John Cena is sliding on this beat. 
Mars said this, and I quote, this is me and John Cena in South Central at my fam's dry cleaners. He came in a rental fresh off the set of the Marine. Rose gold, diamond, studded watch, no security, did his part. Then kicked it with the kids, crackheads, and gangbangers for three hours till everyone got a pit and autograph. That was dope. That was dope. Say what you want about Cena, man. I've, and I've said my piece, but say what you want about Cena. It's a reason why he's been at the top or, you know, why he was at the top for so long. It's a reason. There's always a reason, bro. There's yeah. always a reason. All right. I got a video of Mick Foley punching Bubba, Love, Bubba the Love Sponge in the face. <sighs> that was 12 years ago on Impact. Okay. Yeah. Bubba the Love Sponge, that's Hogan's homeboy, right? I think so. Yeah. That's the guy. That's the guy Hogan was. I think Bubba the Love Sponge is. I think I can check this real quick. Bubba the Love Sponge wife is the lady Hogan was sleeping with when we found out our childhood was a lie and Hogan was a racist. Yeah. That's interesting, yeah. though. Yeah. Bubba the Love Sponge. But also, what's the other thing? I'm trying to think of the other thing I'm, I know him for. I remember him for. I'm trying to remember. It involves something. Let me see. Uh, oh, yeah. He got to an altercation with um, Awesome Kong. Oh, boy. <laughs> a physical... Altercation. I knew awesome what you meant. I knew what you meant. Yeah. More of the story. Don't be saying stuff and think you can't. We ain't gonna mag it up. Right. Awesome Kong will fight you. Rightfully so. She's a nice lady, but she will fight you. Rightfully so. All right, Lee Moriarty. Um, uh, they're having an event in Atlanta, April twenty fourth. Protest and the hip hop conversion in Atlanta. They're gonna call it Battle Slam Vendetta. <laughs> okay. If you know what I'm saying, Vendetta. If you're a fighting game, you know about the greatness of Def Jam Vendetta. Yes, Lord. So Lee Moriarty says this, and I quote: "What I'm wearing for my match. Wonder whose wear- gear he's gonna wear for that match. What's, what's that? Ghostface Killer's ring gear." In Dev Jam, Vendetta. The robe. The robe. Yeah. The chain. The big eagle piece. <laughs> Ghostface Killer. I like it. I, I mess with it too. All right, I got S. Pot tweeted this. Good old Walter Gantz, PhD, watched every hour of 1998 WWE content and counted how many times my friends and I pointed to our ding dinglings. <laughs> All right. And this is what this is, this is actually happened. This really has it. He has a screenshot of it. WWF Wrestling 1998 during 100 hours. 1,658 crowd, I mean crotch gestures. 430. 34 obscene phrases, 
157 middle fingers. Yowzers. That man really did count that shit. That's hilarious in so many ways, bro. That is in so many ways. He really sat and counted all that shit. That's a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to sit there like, this bad, this bad, this bad. Yeah. Man, that is a lot. All right. Let's move on here. What else do I have? All right. I got a video of Booker T opening a wooden box. And pulling out the picture, and it was Scott Hall. Okay, raise my mom. Oh, man. Yeah, young book of team. Young, young book, man. Look at young book. With the terrible haircut. I can see that. Yeah. Pre Dre's right. book, book kept a horrible haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Pre Dre's. Let's see. I'm going to go one more for the road. We got a tweet from Sheldon Benjamin. Goes a little something like this. Uh-oh. I have not been released from the WWE. I obviously don't know how this false report started. Probably me or him. But those that cared, thank you. But at this time, your concerns are premature. Why would Mia Yim start that? You oh yeah, you don't know about the beef. She still owes Sheldon Benjamin twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and from that point on, they had a little tip attack every every now and then. Even oh, when they they're cool, but it's like it's a little petty, yeah. little digs at each other. So that's why he said probably Mia Yim started it. Gotcha. I like it. Yeah. Also, if you saw some of that wedding photos, she was like, who's somebody gets somebody's uncle? He had a selfie stick. Yeah. I, I can see. Perfectly, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Uncle, yeah, uncle yeah, shit yeah. right there. Shelton definitely has a selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> no if, ands, or buts about that, buddy. Ain't no ands or buts, man. But yo, those are my random things from the internet. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Good stuff. It's my match of the week, I do say. Yes, it is. Man, you know, we just gonna we just gonna keep it keep it real, man. The match of the week. Scott Hall, man. Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon at the time. Greatest letter match of all time. He and Shawn Michaels. Just look both of them, man. Just watch them. If you haven't seen them, watch them both. It's a clinic. Razor, man, he's man. Razor in the ring. I mean, you know, things, you know, his is out of the out of the ring stuff was a little, you know, whatever, whatever at times. But Razor in the ring, Shawn Michaels, dog, that was great. Going back and watching that, of course, we lost Razor Ramon last week. Scott Hall, I should say, last week. So going back and watching that, man, was just was just fun to me. So shout out to Razor, man. Shout out to Scott Hall. Rest in peace. But check that out. Yep. It's um, it's a, that's the WrestleMania one, right? 
Uh, both of them, the WrestleMania one, and I believe the SummerSlam one. Oh, okay, so yeah. two ladder matches. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Please do two of them. Please do. Yeah, man. RP Scott Hall, race one alone. Still yeah. laughing at folks that thought he was a Cuban for real. Looking at you, J-Ho. Looking <laughs> at you. A whole Cuban. <laughs> man, a whole man. Cuban, dog. Whole white man, bro. Whole white man. Ah, uh, man. That's Anywho. Yeah, man. We got to wrap see. this up. Yes, sir. You got anything to say to the people before we get oh, out of you here? You have something to say to the people. Uh-oh. Talk man, to you. You got something to say? No, nah, I ain't got nothing. It's all on you, buddy. It's all on you. Do I have something to say? Do I? Go ahead and talk about your Grizzlies. I'm not going to say it. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Go ahead and talk about your Grizzlies. I'm just going just, just to let y'all watch it. Y'all saw it on national TV. Y'all saw it. Okay. All right. Enjoy it. Okay. Enjoy it. Enjoy your present for the year. Oh, Maybe my God. Maybe get no more. Oh, my God. You never know. Never know, sir. Never know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Hulk Hogan. And there we go. <laughs> All right, man. We are out. John Moran from MVP. Peace. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See. <laughs>